Hi everyone, I'm Tara Mont, and you're listening to the Trust and Thrive with Tara Mont podcast. I created this podcast along with my blog and brand to hopefully inspire others to live their most authentic life. I truly believe that we all have the power to live a life we love, and to do so, it's so important to be in tune with ourselves and be open to growing and evolving. I believe that once we can trust ourselves and our vision, that's when we can thrive. So with this podcast, I plan to discuss all things to do with self-reflection, personal growth, mindsets, and self-belief, all aspects that affect us in our everyday life. If you feel connected to my message and want to listen more often, I will be sharing one podcast a week, so make sure to subscribe and stay tuned. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Trust and Thrive with me, Tara Mont. I hope you're doing well. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode. It's so crazy to think that this is already the 90th episode, and in just another two months, it'll be the 100th episode of the show, which is so insane to me because like in some ways it feels like I've already done 100 episodes and that I've done this for more than two years, but it's also just crazy to think that it's been two full years to really staying consistent and committing to this. I'm really happy about that. I recently have been making a lot of posts about trusting the process, of course, but especially the whole idea of just starting with where you are. And that's not the theme of this episode, but I just wanted to touch on that because I I think back on my thoughts on wanting to start the show and how I almost did not do so because I maybe didn't have the means for it. I didn't have the right equipment or I felt like I wasn't a great speaker or interviewer or I didn't know how to edit episodes and make um, creative content online and designs, but I've learned so much over time and I feel very proud of myself for how far I've come. And even though it's a process and I have my down days for sure, I still am just very happy with the fact that this is a thing. And I've continued to be consistent and have conversations with such incredible, knowledgeable people. And so when I was actually thinking about what I would want to touch on this week for the solo episode, I was feeling so stuck. And even though there's so much on my mind, I just... It didn't come as naturally, I guess, as some other weeks do. Some weeks, of course, I think like, oh, this is something I really want to touch on or I brainstorm it before. But for some reason, I just felt so stuck. And honestly, there have been so many changes personally, like internally and just with the steps I may take in the near future and just with some opportunities coming my way and that I'm going after and deciding which route I want to head towards. And I had one of those moments, you know, those imposter syndrome moments, like in that episode with Dr. Lisa Orbe Austin, we talked about imposter syndrome. I just thought, you know, who am I to talk and to share my story? Like I haven't done that much or it's just such a ridiculous thought. You know, you forget that your story is so valid and, and no matter who you are, you have something to say and to share. And of course, you can't speak for other people's experiences, but you can for your own. With that said, I think that ended up being the inspiration for this episode. It really got me thinking, you know, sometimes we pressure ourselves, whether it is in our creative work, in our professional work, in in our relationships, whatever it is to have the answers and to know what's next and to have it all figured out. And I've done episodes on this, of course, this whole idea of having life figured out because I don't think anyone does. It's not so simple and there's so much that we're all 
learning and there's so many ways we're learning every day. And life is not just about checking off all the boxes. So I was inspired by those thoughts of feeling uninspired to make this episode about this whole idea of feeling lost and that's okay. Letting yourself feel lost, letting yourself not have all the answers, letting yourself take a moment to breathe and to decide what the next step is. And going into this episode, I want to make it very clear that I'm very aware of my privilege. I live at home right now, so I have been able to work part-time and then work on my podcast while deciding what my next step is in other ways. So I have a very specific um, idea in mind of what I want to do next, but there are some things I'm still waiting on. So I definitely don't want to share too much yet and jinx anything because I don't really know what may happen next, but there are some things I'm looking into that maybe I hadn't before and it's opening my eyes to a new route, maybe something that I really do believe I should be doing. But yeah, I just wanted to explore how stressed we can all be when it comes to deciding our next move and why many of us feel guilty for feeling lost. And once again, I'm very aware, you know, most people have to get a nine to five that they may not love and just any job to make ends meet, to pay rent, to pay for their kids schooling, to pay for food. And I totally get that. And so I'm not saying like, just take time to explore and don't work a full-time job. Like I get it. I'm very privileged that I can live at home and I'm prioritizing, figure out what I want to do because I know I'm so privileged and I can do that and I don't have to rush. So if anything, I feel like it's a waste if you know, my parents, they're immigrants. If they came here and they worked so hard for me to just do something I don't care about because not everyone has that opportunity to to reflect and to save money before they move out and to have that time and space to really figure it out. And I'm very, very thankful for that. So I want to make that clear. With that said, personally, I've been trying to decide what I want to do next. I'm very torn between a few different routes in my life. And I think that, you know, there's so much pressure. Let's start from the beginning. Even just when you're 16, 17 in high school and you're speaking with a college counselor, asking you where you want to go, what you want to study, basically feels like you're asked to decide what you want to do for the rest of your life. And there's such a problem with that because I think it puts so much pressure. I just wish more people discussed, at least at that age, like college counselors and all that, you don't have to have it figured out and you just have to take that first step. What sounds interesting? What major sounds interesting? What classes sound interesting? Do you want to take a gap year? What do you want to do? And I I know like at least for me, it was very, at my school, it was very like go straight to college. And I ended up taking a gap year and having an internship and then working. Um, but I remember it was like very, I was very judged for that. And I remember a teacher, I went back to school and she even said, you know, make sure you go back to school soon or it may be harder the more you wait. And I feel like there's so much judgment when people, you know, kind of go off track of what of what certain people may be used to. And so taking that gap year was really helpful in discovering a lot about myself and everyone's different. So I just think back on how so many of us are told, you know, what's your next step? What are you going to do? Imagine being 15, 16, your brain isn't even fully developed at all to feel like you have to decide what you want to do for the rest of your life. And yes, maybe you had amazing college counselors and loved ones, hopefully, that reminded you that you can change your path, you can change your career, you can change your major, you can change what you decide to do 
that you don't have to be stuck for the rest of your life with one decision you make at 16 or 17. So obviously everyone had a different experience when it comes to that. But for me, I felt very pressured to decide what I wanted to do. I just thought I wanted to major in music because I loved singing, but I did not want to major in classical music. And then I ended up changing my major to communication studies, which I loved. And now I think I would have loved to study psychology, like so many different routes that at the time had no idea, but I had to take these classes. I had to learn. I had to realize, oh, this is not what I want to do. This is what I want to do. And, you know, I'm still 25. I'm still figuring it out in so many ways. It's not like I'm a little more sure of my career because I'm still up in the air. But that's what this episode is. It's me, you know, I'm not preaching in any way. If anything, I'm saying I'm lost. I'm very lost with what I want to do next, where I want to go. And I feel, you know, very lucky because I'm very privileged that I can kind of decide what I want to do in the sense that I have more of that freedom. I can just live at home, work and save money while figuring out what I really want to do. And the fact that I was able to leave my first job that I wasn't interested in or passionate about at all, not many people can do that because they move or, you know, they live away from their parents or they don't have parents or anyone they can stay with. And so they have to stay. And I'm very, you know, I'm very thankful for that. And I acknowledge that that's my reality. And so like, I don't want to say my struggles are so hard compared to other people's because they're not. If anything, I'm, I know how lucky I am to feel this confused. And that's another part of it. If you're confused about what you want to do next and you have those choices and options to explore, if you have that privilege to feel that confused on what steps you want to take next, if you are able to feel confused and maybe not know what career path you want to take next, or you have those options that alone is a huge privilege because a lot of people don't have that and so letting yourself feel lost is such a privilege but something also that even if you are maybe working in a job you don't like or you feel stuck there are other ways you can feel lost and other ways you can move forward whether that is in a relationship or in your career or in the environment you live in or just in who you want to be as a person the values you have And so this isn't just about what career path you want to take. For me too, I've been feeling lost in who I am. And I believe that I'm authentic every single day and I try to be. But that also means that my authentic self is changing and that can be confusing at times. And so I feel like even recently, maybe I've made some decisions that were a little inauthentic to myself. Maybe the people pleaser in me came out from before I was too hard on myself So especially when you're healing and you've acknowledged something about yourself, whether that is a limiting belief or something you want to change, it may seem like, okay, now I know what I want to change or this part of myself, so I won't do it again, or I won't repeat this pattern, or I know it, I'm aware of it, so this won't be the case anymore. And maybe sometimes, like for example, with me, it's me realizing that I have grown up a people pleaser. And I have said yes to things I didn't want to say yes to or didn't feel right. And so maybe now if I make a decision like that and I say yes to something I don't feel strongly about or I regret it, whatever it is, it's easy for me to be mad at myself and think, how could I have done that? I know not to do that. I've changed. I've grown. And to be so hard on myself. But like I say in every episode, self-compassion is so necessary And I've been working on practicing more self-compassion, on realizing that it's okay. We're never going to be perfect. You can acknowledge parts of yourself and 
say you want to change and grow and you may do something that is similar to your old ways or you may feel like you haven't grown and that's okay. It's just, you know, all I'm saying is you have to be compassionate with yourself. And for me, I went through so much internal conflict of feeling confused about who I am. Am I a mean person because I'm not a people pleaser anymore? Am I not a good friend? Not a good this and that? Like just, you know, I realized that I had so many specific beliefs that I had grown up believing about love, relationships, friendships, career, life, like just being a good person and what that means. And maybe like, for example, I learned to go so out of my way for people to be considered a good person, you know, people pleaser mentality, where now that I'm practicing more self-love and I'm setting boundaries and I'm respecting myself, at first I thought like, oh, I'm a horrible person or I'm mean or I'm a bad friend or no one will understand me, which may be the case you know, people who knew you before may not understand who you are when you're changing and that's okay. It's not your responsibility to stay the same, to make others comfortable. It's not your responsibility to stop growing, to keep people in your life. And so when it comes to feeling lost, I think very often when people go through that inner conflict that I have been going through of who am I, who do I want to be? We may feel really lost and we think it's a negative thing. We think, I'm so lost, I don't even know who I am. And yes, it can be terrifying, confusing, and hard if that's what you've known your whole life. If you fit a specific role your whole life, if other people know you in a specific light, then you may feel like you don't even have an identity. Even then, even when you feel lost in that kind of moment, what if that means you're actually finding yourself? I I truly do believe that. I really do believe that sometimes, you know, sometimes the feeling of being lost is actually a guide to your true self, to shedding past beliefs and finding who you really are. Maybe who you thought was your most authentic self was a curated version of yourself, someone that you created or that, you know, it's not your fault. It's who you were maybe taught to be, who you needed to be to survive in your household, whatever your situation was. Maybe it's who you felt you needed to be to be loved by others. Maybe it's what you're used to and that's okay. That doesn't make you any less worthy. You know, the fact that you're lost, that just means you're finding yourself. Would you rather live in autopilot and think, I guess this is what I have to do and just keep living your life based off of other people's expectations of you and beliefs that have been placed on you? Or would you rather feel lost, but then really, really find your true self? And once again, our true selves are changing every day. Our most authentic self is forever evolving, forever changing. And so... That discomfort is normal. It's necessary. We're taking in new information every day. I hope you're growing. If anything, I learned just a few months ago that I had so much internalized racism and I thought I was like the least racist, most accepting person. I used to say things like, I see everyone the same. I used to be colorblind. I made so many mistakes and I just didn't know better. And now I know better. And it's one of my favorite Maya Angelou, one of my favorite quotes. Do the best you can until you know better then when you know better, do better. So it's okay to feel lost. It's okay to accept that you're a completely different person now, hopefully, than you were before. It's so funny because, you know, people used to say as a compliment, you haven't even changed or don't ever change. And usually that connects to like one or two qualities of you're nice or you're cool, whatever. But sometimes I feel like (laughs) that can be taken in a different way. Like I've had friends in my life, I know people who have been really uncomfortable seeing me change, seeing me grow, seeing me become my own. 
maybe see me not be the same loved one or friend they were used to. And I can't stunt my growth for others. I won't stunt my growth for others. I won't stunt my growth to keep others comfortable. I just won't. And for so long, I would think saying something as simple as that would be mean or uncool or I'm now rebelling, like something so ridiculous. You know how they say like, if if you were so sheltered or whatever it was, you end up becoming like the opposite and you rebel. Like that's how I felt about being a nice girl. And I think I'm like still a kind person. I just set boundaries. And for so long, I was told in some way or implied that I changed in a negative way and I'm no longer the same person. And I thought, yes, I'm no longer the same person. I don't say yes to everything just to make people happy. I don't just do things to please others. I have boundaries. I don't drain my energy for others because I feel like I have to. I still show up. I still reflect on what I need to do. I still show up at times when I don't want to because I care, but I really reflect on what's worth it. What are my priorities? What are my values? And I make decisions based off of that. I feel like recently I've been a little disconnected with who I feel like I am and not as authentic and maybe making decisions that I didn't feel confident about or feeling confused. And it's so funny, like I'm into Zodiac and you know, I kind of joke about it, but like I always blame my Libra moon because Libras are supposed to be indecisive. Um, And and then your moon sign is supposed to like represent how you deal with emotions and make decisions internally. And so I always joke about my Libra moon being super indecisive and being the reason for that. I know that's not the case, but um, just a little fun thing to add in there. But it really does feel hard when you are disconnected and not aligned and when your thoughts and your words and your actions are not aligned. And sometimes you don't even know what you really mean. And so that's the case. I think that's what I've been struggling with is I don't even know what I want next. In some decisions, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what's right for me. And I mean, I guess that's what life is. We never really know. We just have to take risks and reflect and then align them with what our values are and know that we're taking a risk because nothing's certain. We don't always know what's going to happen. Taking a risk every single day with every decision we make. And it's about trusting yourself. And sometimes you don't trust yourself. And honestly, that's okay. I think I talk about trusting yourself so much that it could come off as, you know, you have to know what you feel every second and be confident in your decisions. But that can be hard. And so when I say trust yourself, it's trusting yourself in that moment to know that it's okay if you do make a mistake. It's okay if that decision wasn't the best for you and you learn from that. Especially if you're dealing with anxiety, for example, because I definitely, you know, personally deal with anxiety and I can overthink a lot and that will make me confused on a decision. I can feel so confident in something and the next day wake up and overthink it and think, why did I make that decision? Or why didn't I make that decision? Or why didn't I do this and that? And just and just spiral. And as someone who talks about all these subjects and interviews, therapists and professionals, I, you know, I'm very proud that I can say I'm aware of that. But when you're in it, it's so hard. It's not as simple as just trust yourself all the time, be confident, be happy. And in many ways, I started this podcast, I think, in a little more of that toxic positivity mindset. And I realized that that can be very detrimental. And that's another thing that I've learned. You know, that's another thing that I've learned to do better at not being so black and white about trusting yourself or being positive. Like life is so complex. Life is so complicated. And I'm not an expert. I don't think anyone is. 
And you know, I'm still, like I said, 25. I have so much experience, I hope. You know, I always hope that I'm going to live a long life with amazing memories of ups and downs. But I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Life is so unpredictable. We never know if tomorrow's even there. We never know if it's going to be our last day or if we're going to live for another 50 plus years. We don't know. Nothing is certain. And that's not to scare anyone, but that's, if anything, to remind you that it's okay. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to be your most authentic self now and to be present. It's okay to feel lost because you may not know what you want a year from now, 10 years from now, even tomorrow, (laughs) especially with the pandemic, just overwhelming the world. This is, you know, this is like a worldwide trauma we're experiencing. We've never experienced something like this in our lifetime. And I think it's forced a lot of people to really reflect and has made people confused. And I think a lot of people have been facing the fact, the reality that life is so unpredictable and you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. We never knew this pandemic would happen. You know how many people had plans of what they would do in 2020? Whether it is travel plans, work plans, going to school, going to a new school, starting a new job having kids, seeing loved ones, we don't know. And this changed everything. And so I think I'm learning all the time because as much as I can say it embrace change, I struggle with it too. I say it because it's something I'm learning to accept. And I think I've gotten so much better at it, but I'm human and we're all human. And even if you're a therapist, even if you're a podcaster, a business um, expert, whatever it is, you know, you are going to struggle in your own way and that's okay. We never reach this destination of just having it all figured out and being happy and fine because, you know, I do think in many ways that happiness is internal and not saying it's simple because, of course, people struggle with depression, anxiety, life happens, you know, loss. What what I'm trying to say is that there's nothing external that will just be the answer to your happiness. It's a lifelong journey of working towards feeling fulfilled. And if anything, I want to change that. I don't think happiness should even be the goal in any way. And, you know, maybe I talked about that before, but now I don't think it is in any way. As hard as it is, I'm thankful to experience all the emotions that I do. I'm thankful to be lost. I'm thankful to be able to look within and to think, who do I want to be? To grieve who I used to be, to grieve who I thought I needed to be, to be sad, to be happy, to be frustrated, to feel all the complex emotions that make us human. And of course, if you feel lost and depressed and and you feel like you're only in a dark mindset for a very long time because you want to feel those hard and so-called negative emotions, but then you want to release them. You want to feel them and then release. You don't want to get consumed by them where that becomes your whole life. And so if you do feel that way, you know, definitely please reach out to a professional, a loved one. That is a more serious matter. Um, It's not a simple click of just feel your emotions and be in the dark because that's not what I'm trying to say at all. Definitely reach out to someone. But just in general, if you're able to feel your heart emotions and then take that step to move on and learn from that, that's what life is about. Let yourself feel lost. I've done many episodes with guests on feeling your emotions, that the emotions of feeling confused and not knowing what you want to do next. We're so hard on ourselves and think we have to know the next answer. And like, you know, this relates to networking, to seeing friends, because I remember even after high school, after college, during college even, I felt like I had to give people a specific answer of what my life was going to be. So they'd say, what are you doing now? Or what's your plan after college? 
And I had to come up with some curated answer to feel good about myself. I felt like I needed to prove that I knew what I was doing next. I have something figured out. Oh, I have this job lined up or I'm at this internship and I'm doing this or I want to pursue this. And yes, of course, it's great to communicate and share what you want to do. I'm not saying to close yourself off. I, of course, there are people who are non-judgmental and who totally get it. But then there are people who think like, oh, that's what you're doing. Or you may feel that about yourself. You feel judged or maybe you're judging someone else. Oh, you're 20. You should know what you want to do. Or you're 25. How do you still live at home? But then there are 40-year-olds who, you know, they may have really succeeded in their careers and realize it's not what they want to do. And they're stuck and they have children and life and they can't, they maybe don't have the same freedom to explore. And of course, there are people now my age, younger, that have to make ends meet and they don't have those options. So it obviously depends on what your situation is. But no matter what, no matter where you are, whether that's related to your career, your relationships, just who you are, you can be in a job you may not love, but you can still decide who you are as a person. Let yourself feel confused about who you are. If you're in a job you hate, let yourself explore that. Explore your options if you can. And if you're used to being a certain way in a relationship with your family, fitting a certain role, know that you don't have to be that person. Know that there are professional therapists who will explore those wounds with you, explore those beliefs and not judge you. Hopefully if you find the right one, because of course there are professionals and therapists who are still judgmental. You're not perfect, but I'm just trying to say that if you feel lost in your household, in your workplace, in any environment, there is always a safe space for you to explore yourself. Because of course, if you grew up in an environment where you needed to be, you were maybe parentified and you needed to be an adult, when you were a child, you needed to be like the parent and be extra responsible, be the good girl, the good boy, You may feel like you need to do that in your relationships now. And you may still think that's healthy. That's who you need to be. That may be your normal. And it may be draining you. So that's a reminder to always keep exploring who you want to be in each and every moment. Let yourself be lost. And when I say that, I don't mean like if if you have kids and if you have to pay rent, just quit your job and let yourself be confused, you know, to each their own. But this is about who you are who you want to be, let yourself internally, let yourself emotionally and internally, and let yourself explore that. Let yourself say, I don't really know who I am anymore. And if you do, that's great. Maybe you've been reflecting for so long. I hope you love who you are. That's the goal. Maybe you feel confident in the beliefs you have and the values you have. Maybe you've been self-reflective. And that's amazing if you are. But there are so many people who have been autopiloting through their lives. And it's not their fault. It's not your fault. It's not my fault. It's maybe what we've known. And so maybe if you're similar to me in this case that you're exploring a lot of parts of yourself and you feel confused and lost, that's okay. And my mom used to tell me this all the time. And I'm so lucky to have her. But I would feel lost and confused even just with my career or who I wanted to be. And she would tell me that it's such a good thing that... Being that lost meant something great was coming, that I was really finding myself. And I'm so thankful for that. And I completely agree with that. Change will happen in the mess. Change happens when things are messy and confusing. It may feel chaotic internally. You may feel lost. And sometimes, you know, 
you don't, I'm not saying like, oh, you need the pain to, you need to suffer to feel, to understand yourself. Because of course, I don't want anyone to feel like they have to suffer. But a lot of times we need like that extra push. It's like they say with addiction and sometimes for people to change, I'm not saying they should need it, but just the reality of what happens with many addicts, they do experience a really traumatic event or something huge that shifted, whether it is they lost someone in their lives or a big mistake or, you know, just some event that really switched how they feel. And maybe it could be a moment where it's like, I'm going to stop now. I'm not going to do this anymore. And once again, I'm not a professional. This is just in my own life. I've even realized I know people in my own life who have, you know, turned super religious or who have become super straight edge. They've changed their lives completely after like a traumatic event. Everyone's different in how they feel lost. You know, I don't want to simplify this because everyone's lives, everyone's situation is so different. I'm just sharing who I can speak for, which is myself and my experiences. And I remember I had someone comment recently um, on a post about feeling your negative emotions, so-called negative emotions, and how that can be wrong because it, this is what he said, it can be wrong because encourages people to be destructive and to and it leads to those destructive behaviors and i mentioned to him i said actually in reality i think holding it in and making yourself feel guilty for feeling lost for being human for experiencing normal emotions that is what leads to that because then you hold it in and explode those destructive behaviors come from not learning to cope with your emotions not learning to deal with that discomfort And so if anything, I believe, I truly believe that we all deserve to, if we hadn't learned growing up, to learn to deal with our emotions in a healthy way, to be okay with that discomfort, to not have that shame, because that's something I've even experienced. I, you know, practiced toxic positivity and felt like I had to be happy all the time and avoid certain emotions and that I could not be lost. I had to have my life figured out, whatever that means. And so I plan to do that. I plan to teach my children that that it's good to feel all of your emotions and to not let yourself get stuck in that. I think the less we learn to feel our emotions and to be okay with them and not judge ourselves for that, the more we'll be able to learn how to let them go because we'll feel them and then we'll release and let them go. You won't be stuck because no matter what, you know, I talk about this all the time and I feel like I'm kind of going on a tangent, but our emotions are always there, even if we repress them. And so if you think you don't have to feel it, it will come out in a different way. And that's the same with feeling lost. Because for me, I thought, oh, you know, I'm fine. It's okay. I'm figuring it out. A lot of emotions I didn't even realize were repressed are coming out now because I've been comparing and feeling behind It happens every once in a while and that's normal. I remind myself that it's okay. I remind myself that even though I can acknowledge it and I feel like I'm growing, it's okay to still struggle. It's okay to still have bad days and and feel like behind on what I'm doing because I'm never going to be 100%. I'm never going to think, oh, now I'm super positive and good. Like, no. Even if I accomplish so much and I say reach my, in quotes, dream life, I will still struggle and that's okay. That is life. And not to struggle so much where you can't experience the positive emotions, but to find that balance, let yourself be human. Let yourself feel lost. And so I feel like even, (laughs) this always happens, I start an episode 
maybe with like one thing in mind. And that's why I like these solo episodes because I obviously love interviewing people, but sometimes, you know, I just have so much internally that I don't even realize is there. And I just go on a tangent and <laughs> hopefully you can relate. Hopefully this is something that you can feel less alone about because whatever age you are, wherever you are right now, wherever your path is taking you, I hope you know that you're not alone. It's going to it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Don't feel shame for feeling it because it's normal. You may compare yourself and so I'm not going to say don't ever compare yourself because sometimes it happens without us even wanting it and then if anything, I think that can cause more shame. So like for me even, I'd say okay, I'm not going to compare myself to people or my journey to someone else's. And then I will, I'll see a picture, I'll see a post, I'll feel like super behind. And then I feel guilty for feeling that way. And I think I should know better. And then I spiral. And so if anything, I'm learning to accept my emotions for what they are. Like, okay, in this moment, I'm, you know, be the observer of my thoughts and my emotions. Sometimes I can be hard, of course. But when I feel like I'm in a more rational place and I can say, I'm not feeling so great about myself. I'm feeling behind. Why is this the way it is? I journal. I just accept it. I'd say that's how it is right now. And that's okay. Me saying it's okay doesn't mean I'm agreeing with the thoughts. I'm not agreeing with the fact that I'm behind or anything. It's me saying it's okay, Tara, to feel those emotions. To you, they're valid in this moment. Doesn't mean they're correct. It just means that it's okay to have emotions. It's okay to have your down days. It's okay to feel like you're not good enough in this moment. It's okay to not be okay. And so that's something I've been reflecting on too. That just means that I see that they're there. It's like me saying, okay, I hear you to someone else. You may not agree with them. I hear you and this is what I think. It's like talking to yourself. So I'm saying, I hear you, Tara. Your emotions are there. I get it. Validating myself. And then I can say, this is the reality. This is what you're really doing. And I don't know, I feel like that's just been so much more productive, being kind to myself. It's so, I talk about it all the time, but it's it's everything, honestly, because if you're not kind to yourself, it's just absolutely the worst. You can't control how other people treat you. You can't control how other people view you or what they say, but you can control how you are to yourself. So you may not have people who validate you or your feelings, and you may have that. It's I hope you do. I really hope you do. And if you don't, then I hope you find people who do, but no matter what, you should be validating your emotions as well. And at the same time, sometimes that's tough. Whether you deal with anxiety, depression, you're just so hard on yourself. That's when you need others to be there for you too and to uplift you a bit. That's what loved ones are for. That's what therapists are for. And so I feel like I went on (laughs) totally changing the subject, but at the end of the day, this all relates Um, the whole idea of letting yourself feel lost because letting yourself not have the answers, letting yourself feel your feelings. And so I want to finish off this episode with with the quote by J.R.R. Tolkien, not all those who wander are lost. Let yourself wander. Let yourself explore. Let yourself feel lost. There's such a negative connotation to that, but if anything, Like I said, I think feeling lost is such a good sign. You don't want to feel that way forever. I'm not saying be sad and confused forever, but let yourself feel lost at times. Recognize where you are. Recognize where you want to be. Recognize that you can change your life and who you want to be 
You don't have to be the same person. You don't have to fit the same role. You don't have to live in the same place. And of course, our situations are different. To acknowledge to your privilege, to acknowledge what your situation is, to be realistic with your life, but to also know that it's okay to feel confused about your relationships, about where you want to go next. You're growing every single day and your authentic self is always changing. If anyone makes you feel guilty for growing and for changing and evolving into who you are, that's not your problem. That's not your problem. You want to be surrounded by people who support your growth, don't you? Around people who want to see you thriving. And sometimes, you know, surviving is all you can do and that's okay. Whatever you may be healing from, whatever your situation is, please be kind to yourself. Please, please, please. So if you could relate to anything I mentioned in this episode, I almost feel like I mentally blacked out. I just like went on a ramble. That happens. That's what podcasting can be. But it's funny because I started this episode or not right when I started, but literally like an hour before I thought, I don't know what I'm going to talk about in this solo episode. I just couldn't think of anything specific. If anything, I felt uninspired. I felt lost, which is the whole theme, but I felt like I had to bring up something different. Like, I don't know what, but it's interesting. I didn't realize that me being lost and confused would be the inspiration of this episode. And so I clearly just opened up there completely and I'm very thankful for this. I'm very thankful if you've listened this far. Even with a solo episode, sometimes I think like the fact that people listen to me talk, like I get it with the guests, these experts, but I'm always so honored and flattered when people really listen to these solo episodes because, you know, I'm just a 25-year-old learning more about myself and the world around me, how I can be my most authentic self in every moment, how I can be a better friend. Life is complex. So I hope you know you're not alone. And I want to thank you for being here. If you want to give me a follow, my personal Instagram is at tara.mont. And the Instagram for the show, which I would really recommend following on Instagram, is at trustandthrive. I post almost every day on there, updates. I post takeaways and quotes from every episode, um, audio clips, video clips, just updates. And I'm definitely going to be posting polls and questions because I want to hear what you want to hear. I want to hear what has been resonating with you the most, what topics you enjoy, and basically get input and feedback on where we want as a Trust and Thrive family, where we want this podcast to head to. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you so much. If you've left a rating or review on Apple iTunes, I am so, so thankful. I feel like I should be mentioning that more because I always feel weird like asking, oh, leave a rating or review. I don't want to push anything. You know, I want it to be authentic. But I also realize that it does help get the word out for the show and it would mean so much and it takes two seconds. So if you choose to do so, thank you. I feel like I just had a therapy session. So <laughs> thank you all for being here. I, I hope that episode comes together and makes sense. It was a little more off the map than most of my solo episodes, but I'm trying to be even more natural and let myself, you know, just let it go the way it does. I'm trusting myself. I'm learning to trust myself and to trust the process of my journey. So thank you for being here. I appreciate you all more than you will ever know. I hope you know that whatever path you're on is the right path for you in this moment and can change it. You can be whoever you want to be. 
I believe in you. So thank you for being here. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and I will catch you all next Thrive Thursday.